It's time for Lake Hits Happenings on Lake Hits 95, a Lake City public service program brought to you by Bruce Carlstrom Estate and Trust Services. Here's Bruce Carlstrom. Good morning, everyone. Welcome once again to Lake Hits Happenings. Our guest today is Rob Keene. He is the city administrator for the city of Lake City. Rob, you've been here before. We're going to go back and talk about some things that are pretty timely right now. As you know, and as many of our listeners know, the Lake Hits 95 studio is across the street from the Lake City Marina parking lot and there's been a lot of activity going on there and it has disrupted things a little bit but it had to be rebuilt. Where are we on that project? Things are going well and I'm really happy to be able to say that. This was a project that at the beginning of it we thought might need to span two summer construction seasons and we are working again with Pember Construction out of Wisconsin who helped us with our Huda Beach project. And one of the things that they are very, very good at is setting a construction timeline and sticking with it. And so we have concrete going in this week, next week asphalt's going down and we are on schedule and things are just going really, really well. So let's assume that weather cooperates and the asphalt does get completed next week. Then how many days before somebody can drive on it? Once the asphalt's down, the only thing that we want to make sure we don't have is heavy equipment on there. It does need some seasoning time to settle before we we actually taking boats out and setting that weight on the asphalt itself. But we're going to have the parking lot open and accessible very shortly after. And for those of you who are not aware of it, that parking lot during the winter does become the boat storage area of many, many cradles with so many heavy boats in there. And then in the springtime, the boats get put in the water, the cradles get hauled away, and it's open there for parking lots. So hopefully we're coming to the end of that where that parking lot will be closed. You mentioned Ahuda Beach. That was a project we've been following for quite some time. I mentioned to you before we fired up the microphones here that I've had my little granddaughter down there a couple of times and really enjoyed the splash pad and of course I got to see uh, the park uh, renovations and see how it was used for water ski days. I'm I'm pleased. I hope that you are too. It's a space that is really working out well. I think everybody had some questions going into that project about what the final product would be and how it would work. And I am very pleased with one, how many people are using it, the way the space flexibility is allowing it to be used by other groups. And I think it's been a great asset. Not something that I would have thought about a few years ago. And it really came out nicely. It came out nicely. One of the things that's part of the project was there used to be a bathhouse there that was used for the swimming beach and it was bathrooms and shower rooms. And of course that came down, what, a year or so ago because there are plans to construct a new one. Give us an update as to what is going on there. So we've got a little difference coming in with the the new building. It's, It's more of a pavilion setup. It'll still have restroom facilities, a place to change, that type of a thing. But it's also gonna have some additional space that could be expanded into in the future depending on what the community needs and wants are for that area. It's going to be four season. That's a big change from what we had previously, which was something that we winterized at the end of each season. So this will be open and allow uses down by the lake in the winter for something like Winterfest. I do remember that that was one of the concerns and complaints of the previous building. If you were down enjoying the lake and enjoying the river walk in the winter, you didn't have any place to go to the bathroom. Uh, Now that's going to be there. So what's the timeline for 
construction contracts that sort of thing we did have a little hiccup with a concrete contract just due to scheduling on the part of the contractor but we are fortunate we were able to find another contractor who can come in and fill that gap for us not only can they fill the gap but they can do it for a slightly lower cost than the original contract so that's on the docket for council approval in the august meeting and we're trying to move forward as quickly as possible we had wanted this open in the fall of 22 Lord willing, we will see that, but uh, it really depends on the timing of some of these contracts. Timing and, of course, weather always plays a role in the timing of those sorts of things. We have other parks in Lake City. Hoaxilla Park comes to mind, and they have had a good year, I expect. It's been busy down at Hoaxilla. The transition from Joanne Cleese as the manager to Lisa Quist as the manager has has led to a change of face over there and we're we're just transitioning. Lisa's getting a feel for how the park operates through our busiest time of year here in Lake City and it has been busy. We are starting to get into the shoulder season though. School's starting up and we're going to start seeing fewer after you know the beginning of September we're going to see fewer people using it but right now still busy good utilization and it's a great place to go spend time if you haven't. You can spend time. There's tent camping there. There are camping cabins. Uh, you need to reserve camping spots as well as the camping cabins. Probably in advance, you can do that just by contacting Hoaxala, and uh, they'll be able to let you know what that is. But there's so much more at that park. The playground is there. The beach is there. The hiking trails are there. Pavilions are there. Uh, they can be rented for large groups uh, with kitchen. I always have said that, and anybody who's listened to Lake Hits Happenings over there, it's just a hidden gem. It's a great amenity for the community, and, and we really want more people to take advantage of it. It's a regional park, and we want people to understand that. And so to get into the park, there's no cost. There are some things that may cost you. For instance, if you're camping overnight, you're renting one of the camping cabins, or you're going to rent one of the pavilions, yes, there are some costs to that. But go and enjoy the picnic tables. Go enjoy the chapel areas for a little solitude. Enjoy the beach. And speaking of beaches, Hoaxilla Beach is one of two maintained by the city of Lake City, the other one at Ohuda Park, and those are groomed and they are very nice. Do put the time and effort to make sure they're usable through the year once the water gets down and another amenity I don't want people to forget about. Those are great. Those are a great amenity for the community. And we have the swimming pool is open this year full time again and that is a nice place to visit too. Of course there is a little cost or you can buy a seasonal pass for that and I suppose we'll be winding down in the next few weeks here. Yeah sports season comes in lifeguards start to find other things that they're that they have to do related to school and it does get busier so we are going to see that season start to wind down here shortly. And the last topic I want to talk about we talked about it before the trees in the community a lot of ash trees how are we doing on replacing those? Still continuing with the ash tree removal in the boulevards. We budget a good chunk of that, and I know we get assistance from community groups, and it helps to get the uh, ash trees out, get them replaced with species that are more resilient and hardier, resistant to disease. It's going well. It's a busy time of year for it. We'll be slowing that down here as the fall winds down, but still still moving forward with that. And that'll continue for a number of years, most likely. Yes. You only have so much time to get the trees down. Now, you mentioned community groups. One of them is the Greater Lake City Community Foundation. They actually do have a fund set aside just for the what's called the Lake City Tree Fund. And so if you want to make a contribution to that, send your contribution to Greater Lake City Foundation P.O. Box 86, Lake City, Minnesota 55041. Indicate in the check memo, trees, 
and we will see to it. It'll be held there, and we turn over a check to the city of Lake City every year. And we really appreciate it. Because we know that your budget, as big as it is, is not enough to take care of as much as needs to be done. So that's one way you can help it. Greater Lake City Foundation, P.O. Box 86 in Lake City. If you have any questions, you can give me a call. Bruce Carlstrom, 651-380-3312, and we'll help you out with that. Rob, anything else? You going to take the winter off now, or are you going <laughs> to st- keep working? Oh, we're in the middle of budget season, so it's not going to stop till December when we adopt the budget. There will be about a week around Christmas where it slows down, and then right back at it. Well, we'll have you back, and we'll talk about budgets next time you're here. That's uh, Rob Keen, City Administrator for the City of Lake City. Thanks for joining us on Lake Hits Happenings. We'll catch you next week at the same time. Thank you for joining Lake Hits Happenings brought to you by Bruce Carlstrom Estate and Trust Services on Lake Hits 95.